Welcome friends to the KD Discovery Show. Journey with me on my quest for self-knowledge and wider wisdom, challenging myself and those who are aiding me along my path of discovery. Let's take it together and see what we learn. Welcome and come in guys. Thanks for joining me. This is the KD Discovery Show and this is the inaugural show. So what we're going to do is start off with a bit of background about me, your host, um, cover off some key points and some interests and kind of set the scene for future topics to be discovered. Uh, most most shows I will have a guest. It won't always just be be myself. Part of the, the discovery nature is, is about education for myself and for anyone listening. Some shows will be on things where I'm one of the experts and my guest will be another expert. Some of the shows will be somewhere where I'm a bit of a a bit of a, a novice, hopefully nothing where I'm overly ignorant, but things that I would like to know more about and I like to quiz those who, who do know more. I like to learn from, from people who have studied a, a particular discipline for a long time uh, and who have some, you know, some formed and educated opinions and stuff we can learn. So th- that's where the guests will, will add value uh, and a lot of it might be, might be me quizzing them to try and help myself uh, grow my my knowledge and and my wisdom as the the intro sets the scene. So, yeah, cracking on and to start, what I want to do is do something a little bit in the, you know, the kind of early days of of internet and chat rooms and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to going to give the the basics about myself. So, I am an early thirties male from Glasgow in Scotland. Surely by the accent, for those of you who aren't familiar, um. We'll, we'll know um, I'm not uh, something random. I am Scottish and from the, the Glasgow part of Scotland. So Glasgow's the biggest city in Scotland for anyone further afield who doesn't know that. Listen to me talking as if there's going to be people from all over the world actually listening to this. But anyway, yep, early 30s um, from Glasgow. I have an educational background of being a... Quite quite successful at school, I would say, um, and going on to university. Uh, always in Glasgow, really. Um, secondary school was on the outskirts, and university was was one of the the three major ones in in Glasgow. Thankfully, for those of us who who did study in Glasgow, there's two very very good universities and another good university, so plenty of options uh, if you wish to go on for higher education in Glasgow. Some uh, some good schools and some uh, long standing good schools as well, which is which is nice. My occupation, which is something that we will touch on more today, as the inaugural show, and I'll cover off why and and all that stuff as we go. But I am self employed just now. Self employed IT consultant is the is the best description I tend to go with. Um, IT consultancy can be a bit of the dark arts to a lot of people if you're not in the IT industry. So rather than bamboozle people with with fake science and stupid acronyms and, and things people don't understand, I tend to just go with the, the kind of generic general IT consultant. Most people will have some sort of grasp on, ah, okay, you fart about with computers or, or something to that effect. But at least people have a concept of, of what that means. So that's what I'm doing just now. I have had... um. Uh, not not necessarily an overly varied career, I, I wouldn't say, but certainly I've had a, a number of jobs, number of roles 
uh, most importantly, uh, over the years and, and have uh, skills beyond what I'm doing just now, if not massively. Don't want to overplay anything and make me sound grandioso or anything silly. Um, but I do enjoy the, the nature of the job. I do enjoy the self-employed element of the job as well. And that's what today's topic is all going to be about. And we'll touch more on that um, soon. So the other thing I wanted to cover, as as I gave a little overview about a minute ago, is my interests as well. And the reason I want to cover interests is because a lot of that is going to form some of the shows and certainly some of the, the repeat shows, if you will, that I want to do. So I will talk about um, business, being self-employed and, and probably do, this will be a kind of background show on, on being self-employed. I'll probably do more on the self-employed nature, um, maybe chat to some of my other friends who are self-employed, maybe get a bit of debate with some of my friends who aren't about pros and cons and, and that kind of stuff. Maybe give little updates on how business is going. Um, and as I say, we'll, we'll touch more on specific elements of, of my business and, and other ventures and, and what have you. Uh, over the course of, of this this first show. Um, I'll also touch on other things that I'm interested in, some of which I'll know a lot about. So um, I'm quite a sport guy, interested in, in a number of sports. So there'll be a number of sports shows coming up. Um, I'll focus on mainly, probably when it comes to the sports, stuff I, I know and, and I'm, would class myself as a, a, a an expert layman, if you will. So not necessarily an expert where you're going to you know, I'm not going to be getting called up to TV anytime soon to, to be a pundit, but amongst laymen, I'm, I'm pretty handy and can hold my own. So that would be sports like football, tennis, rugby, golf, MMA, these kind of things. There are others as well, maybe snooker, things like that, that's a, that I'm a little bit further away from, but I do enjoy, which I might I might chat about. And I might break, kind of reach out to, to others where I feel... I have an interest, but I want to maybe learn a bit more because it's something that I'm I'm not an expert in. But most of the sport focus will be on on football, tennis, MMA, golf, probably with the big four that that will cover. Um, but there there will be others that we'll touch on along the way. Um, one of my other interests that I'll, I'll definitely do a number of shows on potentially if she do maybe like a a monthly show or or something like that, depending on availability of of my own time and and uh, you know host uh, guests rather that I can get to come on the show because I've got a number of friends who have got a similar interest in true crime so obviously there's there's a booming podcast industry on true crime so I don't I don't envisage it'll be you know I don't, I don't want to turn us into a case file those guys do awesome work and put a lot of time and effort in that I wouldn't be able to to match so I, I don't intend on on going down that avenue as such but there definitely will be scope for, like I say, maybe do a, a monthly review where I might pick a case or might pick a, a book on a particular case or something like that, maybe do reviews, don't know. But there'll be there'll be some sort of frequency to true crime shows which will be which will be good. Um something else that, that I'm interested in. A couple of points that are along my interests are tourism, so like a bit of travel and I'll I'll cover uh, places I've been, I think I'll start with doing some some stuff at home. So covering Glasgow and rest of Scotland and maybe the rest of the UK. So a couple of shows about you know about UK and there's nothing nothing wrong with a staycation these days. You know that's that's a that's a bit of a a grown market uh, and Scotland in general has been doing well over the last few years with 
some high-profile events such as Commonwealth Games and, and, and other athletics events and, and things like that. We've also had um, some some good tourism in the summer and all that stuff due to Scotland featuring in the movies. Some some high-profile films have been been shot here. Glasgow has, has uh, had a few films and Scotland in general has had a few over the past kind of five years. It's a Glasgow's a bit of an Americanised city in, in a lot of ways with some of the some of the grid structure and it's got that kind of city block feel to it in, in downtown Glasgow, if you will, which is maybe a bit grand. Glasgow's not really big enough for that, but it does have that, like I said, that, that block grid system, so it seems a cheap alternative for, for some of the older, original American cities. Um, so, yeah, talk about some tourism and, and review, give people some guidance on maybe coming to Scotland, visiting Glasgow, visiting Edinburgh, these kind of things, um, just kind of... Lots to talk about, lots to offer. Scotland's a, a very beautiful country. And also, obviously, talking about places I've been and reviewing those and, and chatting about places I'm I'm going to go next because I've got a few on my list. So that'll cover Europe and Americas and, and things like that. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But I do, I do enjoy a holiday, as I'm sure everyone does. And hopefully over the course of the many years that I'll, I'll be doing this show, uh, there will be new holidays to, to rave about. Uh, maybe more about you just never know the next topic that I'm very interested in and that I will cover as well in shows is philosophy so done a done a course in philosophy and, and very interested in, in different elements of philosophy and, and what it is so we'll definitely be having some chats about that and again I'll I'll get some try and get some guests on to, to have a bit of a chat about it but I uh, I do enjoy thinking and studying in, in the philosophical manner, the philosophical arts, if you will. Uh, so looking forward to that. And lastly of the topics that I will, you know, be covering that I have a keen interest in is success, I guess. Just, uh, you know, what what's the what's the model? How, how can people, you know, achieve success? What is it that I've that I've found that's that's that served me well in, in my pursuit of success and and what do I still need to address? You know, no no one's no one's perfect and I'm I'm not professing to be successful to the to the, the levels of, of many. Um I'm certainly not running Amazon or anything like that. So, you know, there's plenty of room for me to grow, but also just giving little nuggets back of, of what I have found that that's worked for me. I, I do firmly believe in, you know, kinda reaching back and pulling people up with you, each one, teach one kind of stuff mentality, you know. So we'll chat about about success to to an extent and certainly happy to field any any questions and stuff like that. If you guys leave any comments or what have you, then I can maybe incorporate those in, in some of the shows. So that's the interest that I want to I want to cover of, of stuff that I know things about and have a keen interest in. And then there's other things I want to cover as well, things I maybe aren't as close to. Um, so off the top of my head there, uh, I think there's some some topics in health I would like to discuss, some patterns I see in my friends um, and some some stats that you hear about and, and some changes that I feel our society is maybe going through and and what that means, why why those changes are, is, are there genuine changes, are those changes because we are just learning more, people are talking about it more, What what is it? So there's things like mental health in particular, you know, the numbers are, are way up. I've seen a stat that um, they say one in four people in the UK will suffer from mental health issues this year. So 
I think that's probably, if you go back 10 years, 50 years, 100 years, wh- where were those figures? And and is that increased due to people knowing more about it? And is it psychosomatic where you start to, you know, that hypochondriac thing where you know it's a thing and you feel it? Or were people just not talking about it 100 years ago, 50 years ago as much because there was a stigma attached? Or is there something uh, in a and our diet that's causing it what 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 is it what we're we facing here so things like that that I want to genuinely explore and I think that one of the best ways to think through a problem is actually to speak about it and especially if you've got someone there you can bounce ideas off of and if it's someone who knows more than you about that particular topic then all the better you can ask questions and you can spout your nonsense and be corrected and, and that kind of thing and I, I find that very useful way of of learning hence the name of the show is all about discovery um and then there's other things such as wider political things like uh identity is quite a big one just now people there's the trans uh topic that seems to be sweeping through a lot of different elements of our society from universities to sport to politics to everything really um so that kind of stuff and just in general talk about um you know, different different types of people, I guess, when it when it comes to that kind of stuff, different sexualities, different genders, um, and, and that kind of stuff and pros and cons and challenges and, and, and things like that. And also probably following on from that, race could be a good one and, and, and chatting about that and seeing how that's especially like in, in Scotland and Britain, is how's that is that changing? Is that morphing? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Is it getting easier? It's been a big thing in football, um this calendar year, probably, um, certainly in the last couple of weeks or months, there's been a number of, of racial incidents in football, which it's not really been that that prevalent for, for a while, I would say. It was a, there was a bit of a lull, but it seems to be getting worse. And I don't know, again, is that due to excess social media catching more of it and it's always been there? Or is it getting worse because of political divides and political... Um, you know the the kind of extremes getting getting further away and people getting more radicalized or what is it what's happening is it happening let's chat about that and um yeah so that that's another topic i would like to to discuss further and religion as well i'm i'm curious always curious of of people's beliefs and mindsets and you know what why people think the way they do and and why people do the things that they do which often comes back to beliefs and 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 that kind of stuff so I think there's a lot in there that we can we can explore, which I'm looking forward to. Quite a lot for me to get through. So that's just a, again, that's just a flavour and initial cut, initial thoughts of topics that I plan to cover. But the idea is just to chat about a whole myriad of things. This isn't a show about sport or a show about cooking or a show about anything in particular. The idea is for me to as I say in the intro, it's all about discovery and, and chatting about things that I know about and I love and, and chatting about things that I am interested in but know, know uh, less about or little about. You Certainly there will be cases and there will be shows where I'm pretty quiet apart from asking questions because I know very little about a certain topic but that's what it's all about and hopefully your listeners out there will enjoy the the journey that, that I'll be on and, and bring some of you with me and, and hopefully you'll learn or you know find interests or whatever along the way and if anyone else can discover even one iota or improve somebody's life just a little bit by helping them find a hobby or a joy or bringing a bit of success or whatever it may be um 
then yeah, that would be that would be an awesome result as far as I'm concerned anyway. So that's a bit of a bit of an intro and a background and, and gives you a little bit about about who I am, what I'm interested in and what this show is going to be about. But given given the background, I think it's time to maybe get a little bit more specific just now. And what I mean by that is to delve into one of the topics and our first topic a little bit more in, in detail and, and talk about all the different elements of it and, and, and give a true account. And that is me being self-employed. So first of all, why did I want to talk about being self-employed? And I guess the reason I wanted to touch on that is because it features a lot in some of the some of the kind of subjects that I mentioned, um, like success and travel and, and uh, you know, maybe maybe philosophy to an extent as well. And it will also kind of lead on to a number of other shows. Um, it will lead on to a number of, of important and cool guests that um people in my life that are uh, that I respect and are important to me and that I think will will have something valuable to add to both me and, and the listeners and the show and, and all that good stuff. So it really is a, a springboard on and it's safe to say that without without being self employed I probably wouldn't be doing this. Um and I'll I'll touch on on the whys. Don't get me wrong, don't know. Still it could have happened. Stranger things certainly have happened. But being self employed has uh, really opened my mind and opened my my life to new opportunities and, and, and new possibilities and it's it's put me on a, a great trajectory. So yeah, very been it's been very important and very fundamental to to who and where I am right now in this part of my life and, and how my life has changed. So yeah, hopefully a bit of uh, indulgence and maybe some people who are sitting on the fence and considering going self-employed or whatever may may decide to to take a bit of a leap. So, yeah, why why do I like it? And first of all, I suppose I should caveat that caveat this with a this isn't me saying everyone in the world should go self employed. Please, friends, have a have a real think about it and a look into it. Everyone's circumstances are different, um, and there's never a one size fits all for anything apart from the fact that we all need to breathe. Really, uh, there's there's no. There's no other way where one size fits all. Even things like eating, we all have our own views on diet and things like that, right? So, yeah, don't don't take this as a, this guy told me to go self-employed, so I've done it and it's his fault if it goes wrong because you certainly wouldn't be sharing any profits with me or anything if it goes right. So it's up to you guys to, to look into it. But what I can do is just all I can do is speak to my experience. Um, and like I say, I'll, I'll have other guests on the show who are maybe self-employed as well and they can talk about theirs and people who aren't and we can we can chat about you know what's good what's bad what's different so why I like it I guess first and foremost is that it gives me freedom and and freedom uh, is something that I am passionate about um, and, and that comes in all, all different guises but I like I, I'm not really one for you know being micromanaged or dictated to I find um, something and my psychology means I've got a bit of a problem with authority as a as a rule, and I found being, you know, being a, a kind of permanently employed member of staff at, well, well, a various number of companies. I always always kind of, button heads here and there, and and coming up against resistance and 
probably if you were a manager, I, I probably wasn't the 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 easiest guy to deal with either. Um, to be fair, I wouldn't really want to manage me. I'm quite headstrong and awkward, and you know that the guy that when you tell me to do something, it makes me half as likely to do it. Um, if you just left me, if you start chasing me, I go slower, and and one of those guys, real um. I don't want to say an attitude problem, but it's maybe maybe not too far from the truth in in certain ways. So yeah, I wasn't I wasn't the most comfortable, I guess, in the in the traditional environment. So going self employed gives me the freedom to, you know, I work on what I want to work on. I, I go where I want to go. Um, obviously, I'm I'm tied by having the right clients and and being an IT consultant. You know, if if companies aren't willing to pay me to come in and, and help them with IT matters, then you know, I I don't have any money. I don't pay the bills, and I don't have anywhere to live, and nothing to eat, and all that kind of stuff. So there is definitely an element of of give and take, and I'm not not going to say that it's all a dictatorship with me at, at the helm. But there is definitely an element of freedom if you're working with a client and you don't like the culture or you don't like the the work that you've been asked to do. It doesn't excite you. It doesn't interest you. And you know, if you you got that, I always feel self employed. If I've got that. Sunday night fear and I'm starting mid afternoon a Sunday and I'm starting to think oh what tomorrow and it's getting me it's getting me down it's getting me stressed it's getting me whatever it may be um then it's time to move on and that's the good thing you know you're you're working on very short notice periods and that kind of stuff giving them a week's notice to say look guys I'm I'm not feeling it and then go and find something else and thankfully touch wood so far the the market the industry's been been good enough to you know, keep me in a job all the time, and that might not always be the case. There's external factors uh, as well as, you know, internal factors that I can control, but there's a number of factors that play at any time. So, you know, that, that might not always be the case, but so far, so good. Um, and I, I like that autonomy. Um, you know, I get to, get to be my own boss. When I want to take a holiday, I take a holiday. When I want to work you know, four days a week for a couple of weeks in a row just to give myself longer weekends to chill out. You, you can you can do all of that. Um so yeah, the the freedom I, I really like. And as I said, that 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 mindset I've found to be somewhat contagious. Um and once I, I I I'd always been chasing it. Um even since I was I was very young. I always had this this dream of having my own business. I mean that that was just so romantic to me, you know, that that concept and thinking I'll be my own boss, I get to name it what I want, I get to give myself the the own title, just having having that control and having something that you create that you can use to to that extent has always been very, very romantic and exciting. And um yeah, I think for for years I was just the the, the truth is I was I was struggling to find something I was good enough at for people to actually pay me to do it in, in that sort of manner. I'd always always found that a bit of a struggle and I wasn't really sure what to do. And then, yeah, found something, I guess you could say, that I had a, a natural proclivity for and, and uh, seemed to excel at pretty quickly. And I had a had a moment where I thought, you know what, there could be something in this and took a chance and so far so good. But just touching on the, the fact that I'd said that that, that that mindset was contagious, what I find now is that maybe it's given me a bit of self-belief um, and also removed a bit of the fear factor that you know what it's you know other things are possible the the world might not be sunshine and rainbows to quote rocky but 
it's also not an impossible labyrinth that you can't you can't neg- navigate. You know that there, there are opportunities along the way if you've got a little bit of um, a little bit of courage. Um, you know, and and you're you're not a complete idiot, and you know you're willing to put in the hard work. There's opportunities, and if you just have an open enough mind to see them and the courage to pursue them, then you know by and large, m- most things certainly are possible. And I think that, like I say, that going self-employed, realizing I could do it, and the impact it's had on me, it's it's made me feel okay. I'm free to do more things now. I've opened up my life. Um, and that impacts me personally, um, professionally, and in, in every sort of way. So that's why, to me, it's it's been fundamental. And um, I'll kind of touch on some of the other stuff that I've got in the pipeline. But certainly, it's it's made me um, consider other ideas. And since I've started a second business, I've I'm I'm helping out a friend uh, with a third business. Uh, I've got I've started doing this, which you know, not necessarily a business as such, but still, it's a, it's a new exciting venture and yeah there's there's other things I've got in my head other things in in the pipeline a little bit further back still in the you could say the R&D phase maybe you know the research and development but I would foresee another business kicking off certainly 2019 um some point this year there, there will be a, a further fourth business from for me um I, I might end up being you know, partnering uh, my friend rather. So far, it's just been kind of helping out, but I I could see that that potentially starting into something where I'm I'm involved to to an extent anyway, not necessarily a full partner, but I can see some involvement on a a more formal basis. Um, and like I say, I certainly see me starting a third full business for myself this this calendar year. So yeah, I I put all that down to to being being self employed. So what that does as well. It makes me feel empowered. I, I I think I find it very invigorating. You know where you you, you get that that boost. Um, and I think that that empowerment, as I kind of touched on earlier, with the success stuff, has has made me think about okay, so with my next ventures, how can I work with people I know and love in my life and who are talented, and and use those talents like like I use mine. And, and help them set up business, maybe go into business with them. So one of the one of the businesses that I've got in in the works, the second one that I've already set up in fact, is with my brother, looking to utilise some of his skill set and, and say, right, I've used what I'm good at or, you know, what I've found that I can I can do. How can I take some of those funds that I've I've created um for myself, some of my savings I've built up, maybe invest in a business, a second business. And, and get my brother working and, and get himself employed and see if he can then, you know, make make a make a successful business out of it. Um with me as his partner to help guide him on certain business matters and, and that kind of thing and, and we'll share in the profits and, and all that good stuff, which then opens the door for I've got I've got uh I've got visions of a of a charity I've got in mind that I'm definitely going to set up at some point if things can continue on the trajectory that I'm on then I will be starting a charity probably next year I think for that um, but I've got I've got workings in my mind certainly I've got a, a very a very firm idea about what I want to do um, needs a bit of research and stuff and I think that's something that my brother will come on with me as well so if the joint business we've got takes off plus my business takes off or, or continues sorry on, on, on the path it's on which is um, it's gone pretty well um, which I'm, I'm thankful to say and, and very very grateful for for where I am, um, 
then again, it's about giving back and, and helping others that are maybe less fortunate. So that the, the charities that, that that I've got in mind, I think that you know that that's that uh, kind of that boosts that empowerment, and you start to think, I can not only am I am I you know doing well, I'm helping others as well, and and that makes you feel even better. And, and guess what? That makes you do. That makes you try new things and, and guess what that'll do you know don't get me wrong there'll be failures and, and not everyone not everything's going to succeed uh, I'm not not foolish enough to think that but at least by trying you give yourself a chance you know and, and all you really need is say say you try 10 things or five things if a couple of them pay off then you'll be fine right so um yeah so that's the idea it makes it open to new ideas and new ventures you know so yeah, it makes me feel good. Uh, I think is 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 an understatement. You know, like I say, it makes me feel empowered. It makes me it makes me get up in the morning and think, yeah, I can I can really start contributing here beyond myself, look beyond the mirror, um, and I, I find that very um, very purposeful. You know, it gives you that responsibility where you think I'm 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 doing something here that's it's great for me. Don't get me wrong, and it's given me a good quality of life, but it also lets me. As I just said, look beyond that mirror, and and that 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 gives me something that I feel very responsible for, and I feel responsibility is key to purpose in life, and a lot of a lot of poor souls who who you see struggling day by day, and and that kind of thing. I think there's certainly an element of it is a is a lack of responsibility and purpose, you know. So I find that again, I'm very very grateful for that. Now I want to touch on also why why I was keen on it since I was young. Um, and I think it was an element of, like I say, even when I was young, I feel I was kind of old and, well, maybe maybe wise before my times, being a bit generous, but I was certainly old for my years when I was young. Um, and that's when I started to have maybe some problems with authority and I had my... Well, when you grow up young, you, you have your head, you think you've got your head screwed on and you know everything young. Um, but I was certainly headstrong and whether I knew everything or I didn't, I was confident that what I what I was thinking, what my gut was telling me, I was confident that that was that was right, and I was going to pursue that. And when other people told me no, or told me what to do, or whatever, if I didn't fancy it, I didn't fancy it, kind of thing. So I've been like that since I was young. So I think that 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 was one element that always made me want to have my own business. Also, there was some my heroes, I guess, when I when I think about who my my real heroes were. They were the guys that they just, you know, the, the individuals that just decided, I'm going to do this. They were relentless and they they pursued working for themselves, doing their own thing. It wasn't about, and don't get me wrong, some people will be, you know, will be permanently employed and still get all of the benefits that I'm saying. As I said at the start, it's it's uh, it's different strokes for different folks, but it's those guys that, that turned their passion um into into something or rather than saying I'm going to go to work and you know I'm going to get a hundred grand but be miserable or whatever it may be they decided that they were going to pursue their dreams and and stuff that they really cared about that really excited them and turn that into success by hook or by crook and by crook I don't mean you know like totally conning and, rob- and robbing people and all these kind of things I just mean by leaving no stone unturned and breaking rules Um, it's something that Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about when he got into into acting and they said, you know, with your big muscly physique and your your weird body for that time you're never gonna make it and your English is terrible and your name no one can pronounce it. You're never you know, your the standards in the seventies and stuff like that 
where we're not looking for a guy like that. Um, those were the rules Hollywood imposed. He was never going to get above the title billing and, and these kind of things he's, as he spoke about at length. And, you know, through his, his attitude and his demeanour and his, his work ethic and all that kind of stuff and just pursuing that dream and having that vision and not letting go of it. You, you fast forward five years or whatever it was within his career and everything that they said was going to work against him pretty much was, you know, his kind of unique selling points. That was his USPs and that's that's what got him uh, some big roles. He was he was a big guy and people were looking for, well, the Terminator's an obvious one, you know, where they're looking for this really imposing, scary character. And bam, there you go, ready-made. The man's a mountain. He was perfect for it and, and these kind of things. So these guys were my heroes growing up. And I, I just, uh, I loved that, that again, the, the romanticism of just, you know what, no, I'm I'm going to do what what I like, what I enjoy. I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to be my own boss. I'm just going to pursue it. Forget your rules and what life says. You know, no one ever achieved anything of note by by following the rules. You know, saying uh, being realistic is the most commonly, you know, uh, most commonly trodden path to mediocrity. I think. Um, so, yeah, people who don't accept that inspired me, and uh, that's why I thought if I get more in business, I can just do what the hell I want and no one can say anything to me. So when I was young, I always kind of had that dream and when it, it managed to come true, I was a, I was a very grateful man. Um, it took me longer than I was expecting and most of that was on, I now realise was on me and my mentality and the limits I put on myself and, and all that kind of stuff. I, you know, at any point, I could have done it years ago. It's not always about becoming world class in your skill or, or whatever before taking the leap. You can you can take the leap earlier. You can you know if you've got the right the right um human traits, I, I would say if you've got the right passion and uh you know creativity and, and desire uh and work ethic and, and all of these things then you know you, you, you can make it. It's eighty percent of success is, is in your mind and twenty percent of of whatever you're going to do with your business is, is the mechanics of it by and large so yeah I think that it was on me why I didn't do it earlier but I've done it now and it's it's been awesome and like I say it's a it's a it was a goal I'd had in life since as long as I can remember so ticking that box as well that that, that felt pretty awesome um so yeah being self-employed has really worked for me um I'll talk a little bit now about doors that's opened I've kind of already touched on some of that but I'll touch on more, and then, don't get me wrong, I, I want to be objective as well, so we'll talk about some cons um, for, for those of you who, you know, are maybe thinking it's it's too good to be true because there, there certainly are cons uh, and things to consider. So doors that's open for me, I find that the mind thing, I've already touched on how that's how it's made me feel and how it's opened my mind and, and made me consider other things, which has been great, but also... I, I mean, I can't shy away from it. I don't, I don't want to be all about this element of it, but um, financially, it, it has it has benefited me, and and having a bit of a bit of money opens doors. It, it's had you know it's it's allowed me to have a, a better quality of life certainly than I I probably ever thought I would have. I think as a as a fair shout, and if it all comes crumbling down at some point in the future, it's been a hell of a it's been a hell of an enjoyable ride and. I'll always be be grateful for that. So it certainly opened doors in, in that manner. It's allowed me to have nicer things and, and you know, and, and live a bit better as well. You know, I, 
I can I can buy better quality produce, for example, um, than than I ever thought I would be able to. And I'm I'm quite a big guy on organic food, for example. Um, I I genuinely believe in that. Um, in one of the chats, I might another topic I might add uh, and cover is books I've read and I've read up some books on industrial farming and that kind of stuff. So I'm a big advocate of of organic foods, but we all know it's not cheap. Um, so yeah, the finances has allowed me to, to do that for example and, and join a gym again it's not something that I would have uh, you know, kind of struggled to afford before and, and now I can I can get to the gym and that that helps so that physical aspect keeps your mind active and, and studies show that one of the one of the best things for stopping your mind from slowing down because basically once you're like 25 or something your, your mind's just on the decline uh, one of the best things for keeping it active and stimulating it is in fact physical exercise which is a bit ironic I guess because you know Hollywood movies are always trying to pursue try to per, what's the word I'm looking for trying to uh, depict let's go with that uh, the the jocks and, and stuff like that is the the, the airheads you know you it's either uh, brain or brawn but in actual fact as as we get older um brawn in the wider sense of you know physical exercise out jogging hitting lifting weights all all these kind of things actually helps keep your mind active and keeps you sharp keeps you energized it keeps your brain cells ticking over because yeah brain cells brain cells die i'm afraid and it's one of the things that um within our bodies again from a biological sense our cells are always replacing um in the seven year cycle thing but in the brain that doesn't happen the cells don't don't replace um as such so yeah it's it's good to try and keep them as live as much as possible so joining the gyms kept me kept me healthy, kept me sharp, and that gives you more energy throughout the day, it keeps your brain working, and guess what that allows you to do, it allows you to pursue other interests and, and other business ventures and all that kind of stuff, and the cycle just goes on, so I feel that there is certainly a, it's it's that, that whole, you know, kind of class system thing where if you're higher up it, then, you know, you've got money, you've got better, it allows you to buy better produce, which keeps you healthier, as does, you know, your ability to maybe spend time and money and stuff going to the gym, again, that keeps you healthier, which allows you to be more productive, which allows you to make more money, which allows you to stay healthier, and and the cycle goes on, you know, and and these things tend to have a, you know, have a a rippling effect, And, and once you're on the way up, you can go, 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 go. And suddenly once you're on the way down, you know, you can you can you can plummet as well. So it's it's a it's a fine balance, but um I, I can't shy away from it. I don't like to be materialistic and, and, and all of that kind of stuff, but it you know, it, it helps. Like, let's be honest, having having a bit of bunts is not a bad thing. If you use it wisely, um then yeah, you can you can really impact your life and those around you with it. As I say, I'm trying to do, trying to you know, bring on family and friends and get them involved in ventures that will help me, help them, help other people, help their families as well. Because, you know, if, if they've got some, uh, my brother, for example, has got kids. So if you're looking, I'm trying to help him get him set up in his own business, which will help him feel all the things I'm feeling, you know, help help him feel better, happier, more complete, more fulfilled, extra responsibility, empowered, all of these good things. Hopefully put extra money in the bank account as well to give his kids a better quality of life. So all that kind of, Again, it's ripples in a pond that goes out and, and helps helps him help his kids and then who knows where that goes right. So he takes his best pal and sets up a business and bing bang bosh or 
you know, he, he creates a charity different to what I'm going to do, whatever it may be. If everybody can reach, reach back, each one, teach one, you reach back, you bring someone with you and you also help the wider community, help your help your old school, help your church, help your community, help your country, whatever it is. Uh, not everyone needs to set up a business and set up a charity and you know, all that gubbins, right? There's, there's lots of small, subtle things that, that are equally as, as valid um, that I find uh, the, the doors will open, they've opened for me and I'm trying to open them for, for others as well. So, yeah, that's a, that's another upside that I've, I've found to being being self-employed and, and why it's important to me and, and why it enables a lot of, of what I do, including sitting here, having the technology and, and having the time to listen to other podcasts that have inspired me to do this one. Um, shout out to Joe Rogan Experience for anyone that's not listened to it. You need to check out Joe Rogan, what, what a guy and what a podcast that is. Um, so, yeah, self-employed, that's that's the pros um, as by and large, as I can think about them anyway. And there will be subsequent shows and no doubt cover more, certainly when i got other self-employed people on. They'll be able to tell you what they like about it, which might be very different. Um, but now some of the cons. So being self-employed obviously has um, has a cons of maybe job security because you're always relying on that, you know, short-term work and you're thinking, right, where's the next one coming from? Where's the next one coming from? My argument there is that in the modern day world, I feel job security is a bit of a myth anyway. I mean, you, you could have been somewhere for for 50 years and let's be honest, with, with most companies, certainly big companies anyway, um, you are never really much more than a number on a page to, to the guys at the top. Now, your team, your team leader, your, you know, your, you know, your team leader's boss, uh, you might all be quite close and you might have a good relationship and you matter and, and, and all that good stuff. Of course you do. Um, I wouldn't say that, you know, that it's all cold and heartless, but to the, the CEO or the, the exec who says, you know what, we need to cut our cost, guys, and that means getting rid of 50 people, 10 people, 500 people, 5,000 people, whatever it does, it's a case of, right, numbers on a page with our, our wage bill's too high or, you know, our, our cost... Our, our cost in earnings is too high, whatever it, it may be um, that, that drives it, then, yeah, we're all numbers on a page and, boom, you're elbowed. So I would say, although job security, people will will say the self-employed thing, it puts them off. And certainly certain industries are, are better or worse for that, right? So there's somewhere you might have inherently more job security um, as a permanent and getting self-employed work might be harder, um, and in others, that the, the reverse is true, where as a permanent employee, you're not much different. And as, as a self-employed person, there's hundreds of work. So it just depends, again, on your circumstances. But for me in my industry, I've found that the, the blend is probably pretty good, to be fair. I mean, a lot of, a lot of perms in the industry are there for a long time and, and treated fine. But you're never far away from, like I say, from, from the chop if, if it suits the company, which is... Which is I guess that's business, um, which is why being self-employed, I think, good. But something to think about is job security. Um, holidays and sickness is something to think about. Now, I, I did comment earlier that I, I like the, I'm taking a, a month off and I'm going to go on holiday and go on tour or whatever it is I decide to do. But when you're not working, you're not getting paid. So that is something to think about. There's no holiday pay. There's no sick pay. Um, 
So, you know, if you're a permanent employee and you break a leg and you're off for six weeks or whatever, then your pay still happens. You get sick pay and you're lucky enough to work for a company where you get sick, full sick pay for three months or six months or whatever, as long as you get sick lines from a doctor, then by all means you'll be getting some you'll be getting some money. As a self employed person, you get nothing. Uh you might be able to claim statutory sick pay, I don't really know. Um so yeah, something to think about. Holiday pay and sick pay is, is not really a thing. If you ain't working, you ain't you ain't earning. So yep, consider that. But on the other side, again it's maybe a con actually, but you can get insurances and stuff like that that cover it. It's it's an additional cost and one you hope you'll never need. But you can you can get loss of earnings insurance and, and certainly you need some insurances as, as a self-employed person, depending on what you do. Um, you might need like uh, public liability and, and things like that just in case. Um, indemnity insurance and, and there's there's a whole raft of things. And certainly if you're going to go self-employed, I would look into it first, maybe have a chat with an accountant or just Google it and look into your industry and, and see what kind of insurances you might need. Chat to a broker or, or whatever. Most people will be happy to chat to you, especially brokers and things, and potentially look to give you some free quotes. You know, just just ask for, you know, I'm doing this is the type of business I'm getting into. What kind of insurance would I need? Any quotes? And that's not a bad way as well to see what the costs are. Now, mostly, they're, unless you're going to go and do something massive and crazy, they're not that expensive. Um, you know, you're talking maybe a couple hundred pounds a year or something like that. And if your business is, is doing... Is doing decent, then you know you would hope that that's not going to be a massive expense. But as an additional expense, something you need to think about. Um, the other things would be if you're going to, you know, if you're going to go down the route of having staff and things like that. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of admin extra, and even if you're not and you're just a a one man band, um, then you might need to think about paying accountants, tax implications, and and these kind of things, and doing your own wages and doing your own invoices and that kind of stuff. And uh, again, I would say, look, into it It does sound, uh, at the start, I remember when, you know, kind of, kind of like learning to drive, when you, you you think, God, that's there's a lot of different elements to it. But it's all actually quite easy. I mean, especially if you're, if you're um, you know, a kind of one-man band, it's not that difficult at all. You might need to pay an accountant to, to do some stuff for you, but it's well worth it if you pay the accountant to do it and you, you submit very very basic information give them access to your bank account and away you go really it's it's not there's not that much to it i mean i think it, i think i maybe spend about half an hour a month on on admin for the business it's it's negligible um don't get me wrong you pay 100 pound a month or whatever for an accountant to do the to do a lot of the donkey work for you but again i, I found it well worth it there's there's apps and stuff like that that you can do it now that weren't necessarily available when i started that are probably a lot cheaper than a full accountant and it might just mean a bit extra work for you taking photos of invoices and receipts and these kind of things and the app does some jiggery pokery but by and large it's it's still not mass amounts if you've got you know if you're going to have 10 15 20 staff it's probably going to be a whole whole other ball game but that's where you would certainly if you're if you've got that size of business you'd expect to make more money and you would expect to have an accountant who would be doing a lot of that stuff for you, but charging you for it and these kind of things. So again, something to look into and something to think about. Like I said, I don't want to paint it as a, it's for everyone and it's dead easy and there's no there's no guaranteed success by any stretch. Um, but that's the pros and, and that's some of the cons as I see them. Again, when I talk about this in the future and I have other people on, 
Um, I'm looking forward to having, you know, other self self employed people on who we can, we can discuss, um, you know, some of the pros and cons they see that might might help you guys, and having people who are not self employed and they can talk about, you know, what what fears they would have about doing it and and these kind of things and and that that can be quite enlightening as well. So yeah, I think we're coming to the end of this initial show. Um, hopefully, that's been been useful to get a bit of background on me, um, a bit of a bit of chat about my interests and in, in the show in general and, and things that we might talk about in the future and, and things that I've got so far open to suggestions and no doubt I'll be chatting to some of my guests and getting them to give me suggestions as well. Um but yeah, first show I think that for me anyway that, that was an, an important one to start with because I feel it enables quite a lot of, of where I am right now in my life and, and some of the things that I'm doing and a lot of the topics that I'll I'll cover later and even some of the things that I don't know anything about I maybe wasn't open-minded to consider before I, I maybe didn't have the time because I was I was stressed and inefficient and these kind of things so I feel that this this topic really has enabled a lot of things in my life including everything I'll go on to talk about pretty much um, some of the things like football and, and the basics I've, I've been involved in for a long time and I could easily have spoke about for a while but not, not all um, so yeah, I guess thanks all for listening. It's been it's been good to it's been good to chat, and I um, look forward to any comments, any suggestions, any questions. Certainly, there'll there'll probably be shows along the way where I might reference some questions and some feedback. If I if I get enough, maybe not early days, it'd be silly to think that I'm going to get a million listens and you know to the first show or anything like that, or even at any point. I mean that would be. That would be insane if that ever happened. That would be wild. But you know what I mean. Um, I don't expect much at the start, but hopefully it's something that evolves over time. So don't be shy. I will be um, very appreciative of, of anything. And uh, I think I'll wrap it up there, guys. Thank you all. I will get a show out. Hopefully, maybe the second show, probably on a totally different topic, will be in the next couple of weeks. The idea will probably start at one a month or something like that, um, one a fortnight maybe, and, and get it down to something more frequently and, and be putting out. The aim is to you know, eventually get to a couple of shows a week, I would say, um, and some of them would be maybe monthly repeating shows and, and things like that with you know, similar topics um, or of a similar theme, rather. Um, yep, and then some in between some specific shows I want to cover and whenever guests are available and, and all this good stuff. But thank you so much for listening, guys. It's It's been awesome. I look forward to speaking to you again. And uh, yeah, the discovery goes on. Cheers, all. Speak soon.